Well, good Friday morning, everyone. Two days out from Easter, of course. And this morning, we are going to open some early eggs, four of them to be exact. You can see them here down at the front. And if you're at the back and you can't see them, we'll hold them up high when it's time to make sure everyone can see. Now, you might expect that in those eggs, there would be maybe chocolate, maybe jelly beans, maybe some Easter lollies. But the reality is that what is in those eggs this morning tells the true story of Good Friday and is, in fact, far better than anything else that could be in there. Before we crack our first egg, though, before we start, let me set the scene. So if you thought things were a little bit cold, dark, and dreary this morning, imagine how Jesus felt on this day nearly 2,000 years ago. Things were looking bleak for Jesus. Betrayed by a friend, arrested by a mob, one of Jesus' closest mates acted like he didn't even know Jesus at all. Important men conspired together against Jesus. Jesus had done nothing wrong, and yet a crowd cried out for him to die. To Jesus, it must have seemed like the entire world was against him. And in fact, it was. Yet it wasn't a surprise to Jesus, right? The original Good Friday, well, surely it would have seemed like the worst day ever for those who were there. But the one person, the one person who knew that bad Friday would ultimately work out to be amazingly Good Friday was Jesus himself. Jesus' whole life had been heading straight for that day. So let's hear about that day from the Bible. And as we do, we'll open some eggs, we'll see what's inside, and we'll let that help us to identify who Jesus really is. So Joshua, I'll invite you to come up. And Joshua, as you come up, can you please take the orange egg and go ahead and bring it here with you? Thanks, Joshua. Tell you what, come on this side, Joshua, and let's hold that up. Fantastic. Now, do you want to open this? Should we see what's inside? Let's see if we can figure it out. Can you reach in there, Joshua? Yep. All right, take that out. Hold that up high so everyone can see. What have we got, Joshua? A crown of thorns. A crown of thorns, that's right. Now, we'll hand this back to Ying Ji, and she'll set this back down on the table for us. And Joshua is going to read the first part of our Bible reading from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 15, verses 16 to 20. And you can follow along with the Bible reading in your booklet. Thanks, Joshua. The soldiers led Jesus away into the palace. That is the praetorium. And they called together the whole company of soldiers. They put a purple robe on him. Then they twisted together a crown of thorns and set it on him. And they began to call out, Hail, King of the Jews, again and again. They struck him on the head with a staff and spit on him. Falling on their knees, they paid homage to him. And when they had mocked him, they took 
They took off the purple robe and put his own clothes on him. Then they led him out to, the, to crucify him. Thank you, Joshua. You can go ahead and sit down. So it was the cruelest coronation ceremony ever. The harshest crown, a ring of thorns, was placed on Jesus' head. Though Jesus was innocent, soldiers spat and struck him with a staff. And through it all, Jesus was silent. Soldiers mocked Jesus with their every breath. And step by step, Jesus moved closer to his death. Let's open our next egg. Jordy, can you come up and bring the blue egg, please? All right, thanks, Jordy. Let's hold that up over here nice and high. Well done, and let's find out what's in this egg. Jordy, can you help us open it? Let's find out. Reach your hand in there. All right. Oh, okay. Let's hold that up nice and high. What have we got, Jordy? A cross. We've got a wooden cross. Thanks, Jordy. Jordy's going to read out our next Bible reading, which is Mark 15, verses 21 to 24. A certain man from Cyrene, Simon, the father of Alexander and Rufus, was passing by on his way in from the country, and they forced him to carry the cross. They brought Jesus to the place called Golgotha, which means the place of the skull. Then they offered him wine mixed with myrrh, but he did not take it, and they crucified him. Dividing up his clothes, they cast lots to see what each would get. Thank you, Jordan. So Jesus was taken from the palace of rulers and led to the place of rebels, the skull. At Golgotha, which was a name that struck terror into the hearts of anyone who knew it, something terrible happened. Jesus was put on a cross. And to those who were there, it seemed like Jesus had lost not just his clothes, but everything. Let's open our third egg. And Patrick, I'll invite you to come up. And Patrick, could you please bring the pink egg on your way up? Thanks, Patrick. You can go ahead and reach your hand into that egg and find what's in there. I'll help you here if you need some help holding it. All right. What have we got, Patrick? Well, it's a sign that says the king of the Jews. Great. Can you just hold that up nice and high, Patrick, a second? Fantastic. Thank you. And Patrick is going to read out Mark 15, verses 25 to 32. It was nine in the morning when they crucified him. The written notice of the charge against him read, The King of the Jews. They crucified two rebels with him, one on his right and one on his left. Those who passed by hurled insults at him, shaking their heads and saying, So, you you who are ready going to destroy the temple and build it in three days, come down from the cross and save yourself. In the same way, the chief priests and the teachers of the law mocked him among themselves. He saved others, they said, 
but he can't save himself. Let this Messiah, this King of Israel, come down now from the cross that we may see and believe. Those crucified with him also heaped insults on him. Thanks, Patrick. I appreciate that. You can take a seat. Well, Jesus was buried under an avalanche of abuse. According to the expectations of everyone around him, Jesus didn't look like a king. Jesus didn't sound like a king. Jesus didn't act like a king. He seemed like a big nothing. More zero than hero, for sure. And so they said, Hey, Jesus, if you're so special, save yourself. If you're a king, prove it. Come off the cross. In a sense, they said to Jesus, Jesus, show us who you really are. And that's exactly what Jesus would do. So let's open our final egg, and I'll invite Ying Ji and Beth to come up. And Beth, on your way up, could you please take the purple egg and bring it up here? Thanks. And go ahead, Beth, we'll open that one. A little bit easier to get into. And hold that up nice and high. What have we got, Beth? A crown. And not just any crown, a special golden crown, which is quite interesting. Beth and Ying Ji are going to read out Mark 15, verses 33 to 41 for us. At noon, darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. And at three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of those standing near heard this, they said, listen, he's calling Elijah. Someone ran, filled a sponge with wine vinegar, put it on a staff and offered it to Jesus to drink. Now leave him alone. Let's see if Elijah comes to take him down, he said. With a loud cry, Jesus breathed his last. The curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. And when the centurion who stood there in front of Jesus saw how he died, he said, surely this man was the son of God. Some women were watching from a distance. Among them were Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James the younger and of Joseph and Salome. In Galilee, these women had followed him and cared for his needs. Many other women who had come up with him to Jerusalem were also there. Thanks, Beth. Thanks, Ying Ji. God turned out the lights. Darkness descended. Finally, Jesus spoke. In a voice that echoed through the gloom, he cried out, My God, my God, why have you abandoned me and left me all alone? With a loud cry, Jesus died like a common criminal crucified. The Roman centurion saw it all with his own eyes, but he had never seen anything like this. And he proclaimed, surely, 
truly, really, this man, Jesus, was the son of God. Jesus was no pretender to the throne. He was the real deal. The king of everything. The son of God. So friends, we've, we've opened all our eggs. We've heard from God's word. And when we put it all together, this is what I want you to remember. Kids, are you ready? This is what I want you to remember. Jesus is God's son, the true king. Yet he died on the cross to save all of us. Jesus is not the sort of king that the people of his day expected. But he is the king that they and we desperately needed. Let me tell you why. See, in one way or another, we have all turned our backs on God. We've all ignored him. Remember that golden kingly crown? We've all taken that for ourselves. But as we've heard, that crown doesn't belong to any one of us. It belongs to Jesus God's true king. And the punishment for trying to be our own boss is God turning his back on us. You see, Jesus absolutely, boy, he could have come down from that cross and saved himself. He sure could have. But he chose to stay on the cross to save us. Jesus took the punishment that we deserved at the cross God turned his back on Jesus instead of turning his back on us. You see, we expect a public holiday and maybe a hot cross bun on Good Friday, but the reality is so much better than that. Jesus hung on a cross for us. So friends, this Easter at St. Matthew's, we are inviting you to start afresh. And the way to start afresh the way to start afresh, listen to this, it's not to look at ourselves and to think ahead to all that we might be and all that we might do. It's to look at Jesus. It's to look back to all that Jesus is and to all that he's done for us. So do you want a fresh start? Do you want a fresh start? Then come to Jesus. Trust him. Know for yourself the reality, the goodness of his death for you. And friends, if you ask King Jesus to save you, he'll say yes. He sure will. So let me close with this question. How does the Jesus you expect match up with the Jesus of reality? Do you see Jesus for who he really is? Jesus is God's son, the true king, yet he died on the cross to save all of us. Amen.